Hey everyone, welcome back to another shorty from Southern Pride Storytime. This is the story of Jack and the Beanstalk. This is one of many quote-unquote Jack tales that come from England. They were very popular and Jack was just kind of a a catch-all for a certain type of protagonist rather than a specific protagonist himself. Think about it like Anansi from African folklore or Coyote from Native American folklore. Coyote was an A-specific, was sort of just kind of a catch-all for the trickster protagonist type. Br'er Rabbit was like this too, but um, you know, uh, Jack is also similar in that he's usually found to be from the lower classes, not from the aristocracy. And typically, while not depicted as very educated, he's always very, very clever. You see him go toe-to-toe -to -toe with giants quite a bit, um, but Jack's specialty is just to be kind of clever and, and while his way out of different terrible situations he gets himself into, we see this with Little Jack Corner sitting in the corner, um, Jack and the Beanstalk, Jack the Giant Slayer. It's just kind of a uh, catch-all clever little hero. And so I hope you'll enjoy this particular story. I'm sure you've heard some version of this at some point growing up because it is a very, very common one. I mean, even... Uh, even Disney made Mickey and the Beanstalk based on this same folktale, so I hope you'll enjoy. It takes place during a terrible famine in England, and Jack and his elderly ailing mother run a failing farm. They're only surviving because of the bountiful milk from their cow. One day, the cow, though, runs dry and just completely stops giving milk. So Jack goes to the city to try and find a job and fails utterly because this is a massive fam famine and everybody else is short on jobs just as much as Jack is. So unable to find any work, the next day he tries to take their dry cow to the butcher to just try and get maybe some money and maybe a little food out of her. But on the way, he runs into a crafty old man who tricks him into buying magic beans with the old cow. When he arrives home, he shows his mother the magic beans, and his mother is furious. She screams at him about how stupid and worthless he is and beats him with her cane and with her words. Finally, she ends the conversation by tossing the beans out the window and sending him to bed without supper. They needed their food to survive, and she made it clear that she was the only one who deserved to do so. This mom is mad. In the morning, a massive beanstalk has grown up into the clouds and is casting shade over the entire cottage. Out of curiosity, Jack begins to climb when he bursts through the clouds into a fertile, vigorous farm. This is, I picture this farm as kind of the way, um, the way that Katrina Van Tassel's farm is described in The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Just every crop is growing to its fullest and... Every animal is healthy and fat, and it just, to me, this is kind of, comes off as that kind of perfect bounty in this farm above the clouds. He knocks on the door of a massive farmhouse, only to meet a giant woman. She offers him breakfast, but warns him that if her husband comes home, he will eat Jack. I don't know what she eats, but apparently she doesn't eat little boys, just her husband. 
When her husband does get home, the wife quickly tries to hide Jack and tells her husband that the blood of an Englishman that he smells is just just his leftovers from having little boy for dinner yesterday, dear. It's it's not a big deal, nothing to see here. There's there's no little boy. She covers for him, and eventually the giant husband falls asleep. Jack steals a sack of gold from the giant husband's belt and then flees back down the magic beanstalk with the giantess in pursuit because she catches him stealing. But he makes it down to the bottom of the beanstalk and shows the gold to his mother. His mother forgives the theft as long as he never steals again, justifying it that... You know, the guy was going to eat Jack, so maybe it's okay to steal to survive this one time. We all know that that's kind of a slippery slope when you when you look, you know, beyond your values for quote-unquote this one time, there will be another time. And so there is with these two, because eventually the big bag of gold does run out. When the locals figure out that Jack and his mother have somehow come into money, they start increasing the prices on all of the goods that they trade to Jack and his mother um, Yeah, for, for good. So that's Jack and his mother have earned the special bargain price of you pay more because you have money, which is completely unfair. And quickly, Jack's bag of gold is gone. Unsure what else to do? He scurries back up the beanstalk. Um, this time he's caught again by the giant's wife, but Jack convinces her that he is not the same little boy that stole from her earlier, and apparently her eyesight is not great, and her sense of smell is not as sharp as her husband's, because she lets this go. She believes him. She goes ahead and again warns him, okay, but if my husband comes home, he's going to try and eat you, so you better, you know, do what you're going to do quickly. We'll get you something to eat and send you on your way. So he eats breakfast with her, but really he's just kind of casing the joint looking for something to steal the whole time, something of value. Eventually her husband does come home and she has to quickly hide Jack yet again. And while she's hiding him, he sees the giant's prize hen, or in some versions a goose, that lays golden eggs. Once the giant falls asleep, Jack steals the hen, wanting to help the rest of the town. He later then makes one more trip up the beanstalk. Fools the giant's kindly wife yet again, because he's starting to become a real jerk. And uh, the giant this time reveals a golden singing, self-playing harp. Jack figures this is the perfect way to help the rest of the town be prosperous, so that they won't kind of keep draining him of all of his golden eggs forever, because they'll have enough money to survive on their own, and they won't keep trying to basically bleed him to death, because... Him having a little bit of money in a poor town makes it blood in the water, right? People are very motivated by envy. So he's hoping that by having this harp as a tourist attraction and as a way to bring in money for the town, maybe uh, maybe they'll stop trying to fix their little jealous eyes on him. So he brings home the harp, which happens to make the giant husband fall asleep. However, once he packs her into his bag... Packs her, packs the harp. I'm, I said her because Mickey and the Beanstalk, the harp is a lady. And so my brain now always thinks of the golden magic harp as a her. This is what happens when you indoctrinate children, I guess. I don't know. But he packs the harp into 
his bag, and of course that muffles the sound of her singing and her heart playing, so the giant husband wakes up. Jack goes running back to the beanstalk and is climbing down just as fast as he possibly can, but the giant is not too far behind. Once Jack gets to the bottom of the beanstalk, he takes out an axe and cuts and cuts and cuts down the beanstalk. It tips over, taking the giant with it. The giant hits the ground and dies on impact, and the town is free. This is especially important because it is hinted throughout the story that part of what has hurt the town so badly is not just the famine, but that the giant himself is stealing gold and livestock and even people to eat from the town. So they're not only hit by this famine, but also by the attack from the giant, which is also probably part of why they are looking so negatively when they turn their eyes upon Jack as far as envy, because not only are they truly, truly desperate, but they see him have prospering at a time when they are desperate, and it's possible that they might be blaming him for some of the theft that has occurred on their property. Who knows? People really don't need much of an excuse to be jealous, nor do they need much of an excuse to act irrationally out of jealousy. And I think, to me, at least, that's one of the most dangerous parts of this story. But... Uh, Jack's third trip up the beanstalk is by far the most dangerous. It mentions bad weather on his way up. His mother doesn't approve of him continuing to steal, and she's upset because he promised her that the one time was going to be the only time. She's very hurt because the second and third time he climbs up the beanstalk, he does so with the express purpose of just to steal rather than to survive. And the first time he goes up is out of curiosity, and he steals out of necessity, but that's not really what he went there for. He steals because the guy tried to eat him. So the second and third time, he's going up deliberately just to take what belongs to someone else, which really doesn't make him any better than the giant that may or may not be doing the same thing. So for today, we're just going to make sure that you're not fixing your eyes on any of your neighbors in jealousy and stealing their golden hen. And uh, if you'd like this story and would like to hear more, please don't hesitate to reach out, follow, like, comment, subscribe on Facebook, Twitter, WordPress.com, and I will be with you for another short story tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really did have a great time going through this one. This one I think is so common that it's a little more self-explanatory. But it was fun to go over it anyway, and I hope you had fun listening. Have a wonderful week.